0: Hello, and welcome to Naturally Human with Sev and Mare. Hi, everybody. Mm. Hello. Today. <laughs> she always introduces it so seriously. Today. <laughs> We will be talking about... Dun,
1: dun, dun. Not caring what other people think. Yes. So, Meredith and I have started our Art of Business uh, online course.
0: and For entrepreneurs, created by entrepreneurs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and one big stumbling block, whether you're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, whether this has to do with business or your private life, It's putting too much, uh, too much what? Too much...
0: Emphasis on what other... Too much weight, I guess. Weight. Weight, because it is a a weight that you
1: hold. Um, And... What other people think about you and the choices that you're making for your life. So there's Mm -hmm. a difference. For instance, with me, I don't like to say I don't care what people think. But then I don't like to say I care what people think. I don't like to see either one of those sentences Mm. because I do care what you think. Like if I hurt your feeling Mm -hmm. or did something that upset you, I care. Mm -hmm. Same thing with my mom. And as she's saying that, she's putting her hand on my
0: arm. Yeah, because I care. connection,
1: yes. But then if you said to me, Sev, I wouldn't go out with that guy. I would never go out with him. That's where I'm like, okay, that's your opinion. You wouldn't go out with them, but I'll go out with them. This mm-hmm. didn't happen. I'm just using this as an example. <laughs> and that's where I wouldn't care. Right. I just wanted to try and explain the difference. Because yeah. we're not talking about being cold. We're not talking about ignoring that we're having interpersonal relationships.
0: Right. Or not being empathetic. Right. But when it comes to making decisions about your own life, you really have to follow your gut, your intuition, and your heart. Uh, and if that is following it to somewhere that other people might judge you for doing something or think down, you know. And this is, these are also your own thoughts, too, that you're creating because we never really know what other people are thinking. We just think we know <laughs> right. until we ask or until they you know blatantly tell us mm-hmm. so it's bizarre that we allow you know our process of moving forward in whatever we're trying to do whether that's entrepreneurship or you know moving forward in a relationship or moving forward in um at work that a lot of times we stall because we're so worried about what other people are going to think or what other people are going to say or if
1: you're going to be judged um, and so that keeps you from moving forward. If you care what other people think, you can't be an entrepreneur, I'll tell you that. You have, to, you have to put your hand up when people start telling you stuff about your business or your dreams or your fantasies that you want to make come true. Uh, um, so there's the, the putting too much weight when it comes to other people's opinions about how you're living your life. And also putting too much weight on maybe something your husband said to you, something that he said that maybe hurt your feelings and that you carry that energy with you year after year after year after year. Do you know what that feels like, Meredith? Uh,
0: maybe not with a partner.
1: Or maybe I mean, you've never had a partner say something to you that hurt your feelings? Oh! That really
0: hurt your heart? Uh, well, I mean,
1: my relationships
0: have always... Been Have been on the surface, (laughs) not I mean, not on the surface, I mean, shallow if no, if you want to, fun only, no, but if you want to really know, you go back to episode four dating (laughs) part one and part two. I in depthly explain my patterns in relationships, but yes, I um have uh experienced someone saying something that's hurtful.
1: Um, it doesn't have to be a lover. It could be a kid. You know, it could be a schoolmate. Okay, so speaking of a kid, there's yeah. one time this child who I will
0: <laughs> remain nameless, so I told me, she's like, your teeth are yellow. And she like, did, I mean, she didn't, she doesn't know oh, that right. like yellow teeth are like not really a great but thing they're to they're not know. yellow. No, I don't think they're and yellow. Then. There is one of my two front tooth that is a little more discolored because of a tragic accident that I had when I like was ice skating and I my face planted into the ice and my teeth it was actually one of the most traumatic things probably the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me I remember very vividly and clearly and I was skating on this pond with my sister where we rode horses and I fell onto the ice face first and my teeth Took the hit and they my two front permanent teeth went to the back of my mouth, to the roof of my mouth, and I this is where I have this scar on my lip, um, because it went into my lip as well. And my dad because it was around Christmas time and the, the dentist office wasn't open or something I don't know, and my dad had to like our he called my dentist and he told my dad that he had to take a washcloth. And pull oh. my two front teeth forward oh so they would go back into place. And that that was the only way that maybe I wouldn't lose my permanent teeth. That they, they would root back in.
1: Did he do it? He did it?
0: Oh, yeah. He did it. And it was awful. My sister and my mom were, like, surrounded. Like, I was over the sink and he was pulling oh my teeth Lord. forward. There was blood splattering oh, everywhere. I, I was, like, seven or eight years old. It was. I had a
1: traumatic experience on ice, too. It's interesting, you broke your mouth and I broke my ass. I broke my mouth. (laughs) You broke your mouth and I broke my ass, literally. I had years and years of discomfort. Oh, I cracked my coccyx bone. Mm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't feel it at the time. I went to a friend's birthday party. I'd never ice skated in my life. It's the first time i ever ice skated. Oh,
0: no. And so I fell a lot.
1: I also couldn't keep my ankles up. Like my, my feet kept turning in like this, so I was like, Oh. It was like ice skating on the side of my feet. Oh it no. Was... Anyway.
0: Wait, okay. okay. you broke your butt ice skating and I yeah. broke my face. Wow, yeah. we have a lot of parallels. <laughs> Remember that time we both got a cut on our uh, finger yes. at the same time? Yeah. And it was on the same finger. From unexpected things. From really unexpected things, like that not just like a normal paper cut. But anyways. Okay. Going off on a tangent now, but, um, so this girl, yeah, told me I had yellow teeth, and she was probably five, so, I mean, I didn't take it personally,
1: but... <laughs> is that the worst story you have of somebody telling you something? No. Please tell me there's worse stories than that. Oh, well, not You don't on. have to share them. Yeah. No, I'm not asking you to Yeah, do my whole,
0: like, um, growing up, pe- people, um, bullied me, so I was, at one point, you know, people called me Shamu, that, you know, like the whale. (laughs) I can laugh about it now, but it was truly sad. I was sad. Um, It's horrible. So yeah, it takes a while to move through people's um, views of you. And even now, if I come home, someone remembers me from high school and they haven't seen me since like, I was, you know, 15. They're like, Whoa, you lost so much weight. Your skin looks amazing. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, I mean, you haven't seen me in 15 years, but yeah, like thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I take it as a compliment, what but at is the same this image time that
1: you have them. Yeah, yeah, at the same
0: time, people are like, sometimes I remember, you know, it was just like last two years ago I ran into a friend that I hadn't seen since high school, and her face was just completely shocked. And I and she was just like You've lost so much weight. And I was like, oh my God. This is Do you like it? Do no you know that? I don't really no, yeah. because yeah. it just is like you're remembering me from 15 years ago. So yeah. that's I mean it's it's fine. I, I acknowledge. And you I look say better, you. but there
1: are people who also look worse after those fifteen years. Yeah,
0: I mean there are <laughs> people who peak in high school. Yeah. Yes. I'm still peaking. yeah that's I haven't, very true we haven't peaked yet so I don't think so Mm-mm. um so yeah that's it just came up a lot in our art of business course pretty much People just start, yeah, yeah
1: afraid to start uh, to I had themselves it. out there yeah I definitely had it I was afraid to tell people what I was doing because I thought they would think I was really weird and then finally I had to realize I just have to I just have to admit what I'm doing I just have to say it. I just have to say it. And one thing that really helped me was to make business cards. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm coming off of a cold. To make business cards and put my new title on it. And then I would refer to myself as that new title. That helped a lot.
0: Marketing material has a very strong energy towards you, you know getting yourself out there. Because if you have a printed flyer, if you have a website, if you have a Facebook, an Instagram, you know obviously it takes the fear of getting over of being out in the public's eye to put those things out there. But once you're you have them out there, having that to refer to, like here's my business card, here's a flyer of an upcoming, you know, talk I'm going mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be presenting out or, you know, whatever it is is so powerful.
1: It's important to yeah. always have business cards. It really is, yes. Okay. And we're digressing again. Now we're talking about Well, I mean, if not
0: caring what other people think, and if you have, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're talking specifically now about entrepreneurs, like, starting their Mm -hmm. businesses, but, um, you know, even in personal relationships, obviously, you're not going to hand them your business card, Um, but Seb just showed me a wrapper of a hauls that she's been taking, and it says, Tough is your middle name.
1: I didn't know that they, oh look, there's right. like inspirational little inspirational things cookies. on Hall, Halls, yeah. Rappers? Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I got the best fortune cookie, uh, fortune ever in my whole entire life last week. What did it say? You will be fortunate in everything. Was I there when you got that cookie? Remember no. when Patrick got a really
0: bad one? I mean, not a bad one, it was just <laughs> mediocre. And ours were, like... You're, <laughs> ours were you're amazing. amazing. Your fortune is coming this year. Your life will be glorious. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Um, yeah, so anyways, obviously, you, I was saying you wouldn't give personal cards to someone in a personal relationship, probably. But it does have, like, even just having... What?
1: You wouldn't give a business card to someone in a personal... Well, because
0: you said we were digressing, but I was saying having marketing collateral... We were spe- That's such a good point, Specifically speaking to such a good entrepreneurs. Point. But, and then I was saying in a personal relationship, okay, you're not going to give someone your card, but you might first meeting them, mm-hmm. that, you know. Um, but just, yeah, letting go of, like, in a personal relationship, what other people think, too. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, if your mom said something to you when you were little, like um, you're impatient. And then you start to take that on and you identify yourself as impatient. And then you respond that way. And so kids do this a lot. When a parent tells <coughs> excuse me, their kid a particular way, a lot of times the kid then feels like they have to be that way and respond that way. Mm. And uh, it's not just for kids, it's for adults too. So. Meredith and I uh, we are actually gonna give a talk, yeah, on April, April one on April one uh, here in washington d c at the With Love House uh, what are we going to talk about Meredith we're going to talk about what other people think? there are so many things that we could talk about. maybe we should do a
0: Facebook poll or uh, ask the audience what do you want to know because we have so many things that we could talk about
1: yeah I'm giving a talk at the end of February about. And the work, its a workshop. Actually, we're going to pinpoint a lie that you tell yourself, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to show you. I call it the reboot method. I'm going to show you how to turn that lie into a powerful truth, to then change your or create your new reality. That's basically what we're talking about. When you believe what other people th- other people tell you, you're picking up extra lies about yourself that aren't true. If right. you're picking up, if you, we're just talking about the negative things. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time we're not saying you know if your husband says to you um, you can't say I'm sorry that, that's something to pay attention to so it's not like we're saying let any pe- anybody say whatever they want about you and you just deny, deny, deny and you just continue being yourself even if you might be abrasive even if you might be abusive even though if you might be mean go ahead be that way that's not what we're saying right Mhm. We're saying don't adopt other people's fears. That's basically what we're saying. Mm. And that's what judgments are, are other people's fears. That's the fear that they have for their life. They couldn't start their own business because they were too afraid. So when you say you're going to start your business, then they see what you're going to do through their own lens. And so they're going to tell you all these negative reasons why they never started their business. But it's not going to be worded like that. So that's something we have to be very careful of. Your life is your life. You have your own rules. You have your own regulations. You have your own levels of comfort and discomfort. And they don't match anybody else's. So that's why it's really important not to adopt as these lies that then create your reality uh, other people's negative statements about you.
0: Agreed. Mm Mm-hmm. When you start believing them, it's it's hard not to internalize.
1: It really is. And then you try and disprove it. And then you're spending all this time disproving it, which means you believe it. You know, my first husband told me I'm lazy. Mm. I'm not lazy.
0: Yeah, people told
1: me I was lazy.
0: Oh, my sister definitely told me I was lazy. But I was also really depressed. So when you're suffering from depression you are tired a lot of the time mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was sleep mm. so I just wanted to sleep you life away. you were sick you yeah. lazy
1: you were sick yeah and so yeah. with my first husband I wasn't on his schedule so if I wasn't on his schedule I was lazy mm. there was no other schedule except his schedule yeah yeah so if I didn't fit into it then I'm being lazy
0: so this is all did you internalize that did you in that marriage did you think you were lazy yeah <laughs> excuse me
1: yeah, and it didn't make sense to me because I had my own business and it was successful. So I worked my ass off constantly. Plus, I was taking care of his ass. <laughs> so I was not lazy. It's impossible to have a successful business that you're doing all by yourself. Plus, I was making what I was selling. Yeah. Was I? Um, I was making jewelry. I so intense. I was, do- I was so busy and taking care of him and taking care of the animals and taking care of the house and c- cooking and cleaning, doing everything. And then the son of a bitch tells me I'm lazy. And then me as a dumbass goes... <laughs> Oh, okay, I got to think about that. Now, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to say what I would say, but (laughs) I would not accept that at all. And I would see that this is coming through his lens. For (coughs) him... Excuse me. For that person, it's their reality. I accept that. Your reality is that I'm lazy. I'll accept it. I got it. I'll admit it. But that's not my reality. Once you say that... You can release it. Once you say, okay, you're right. To you, I'm a bitch. In your reality, I show up as a bitch. I got it. But in my reality, I'm not a bitch.
0: So it's really, you can't really educate um, someone about that. You just have to let it go, right? I mean, you can't change their mind.
1: No, you don't have to. That's their reality. Let them think it.
0: Yeah, It's not going to hinder your ability to. It's hard. Imagine if we tried to. Okay, I say imagine this, and I've lived it because I've, you know, grew up like from 13, I would say, or well, from like 11 to 16 or 17. I was constantly thinking about what other people thought of me or, you know, constantly... I didn't like myself. Cause, and, and because I didn't like myself, it was just, like, other people weren't very Yeah, they're friendly. not going to like you that yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um... It, it's such a mind fuck. Like, yeah. you are doing it to yourself and you don't even realize Mm -hmm. like, and you imagine if you would, you could take away those anxieties and take away those thoughts, how much room there would be for creativity, for connection, for, you know, following what you're truly here to do. And, you know, takes, if you're on that, if you're in that jungle and that mind jungle, that's constantly thinking you're walking down the street. Like, I wonder what that person's, Oh, are they looking at me? Or you know, you're constantly focused on yourself, which is really not where your mind should be. Like
1: what's the mind really on yourself? It's on everyone else. Yeah.
0: Everyone else's thoughts of
1: you. Yeah. So, but that is, so you're I, bouncing out of yourself when you do that. Yeah.
0: But it's, you have to let go of like, well, everyone has their own thoughts in their head and they're not not always walking around thinking about you.
1: Yeah, not everyone's looking at you. Yeah.
0: So and I think yoga, well I know yoga helped me immensely. Yeah. Oh. Um, because you know, one of the things uh one of the main points that hopefully your yoga yoga teachers are, are communicating that um When it's when you're practicing, it's just all all about you, and you're not like it's not a competitive thing. There are other people in the room with you. You're sharing space. You're sharing energy, but nobody's looking at you. So don't worry about what you do. Um, Don't worry about if you look weird in a posture. Don't worry about if you're if you can't get into a pose. You know it's not a big deal. You're just working with yourself, your body, your mind, and so then taking that off the mat. I'm walking around life now, not worrying about what other people are doing and thinking.
1: Doesn't it feel good? It feels You feel lighter. So and you feel much free. Lighter. So To be much lighter. me. It feels more free. Free.
0: <laughs> da, 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 like all of a sudden so
1: you be can, me. You can say and do <coughs> excuse me. You can say and do whatever you want. Yeah, and <coughs> people really
0: genuinely respond to authenticity yeah so if as long as you're being authentically you it's all good Mm -hmm. like no one can knock you for that and if they do that is their own insecurities coming out so if someone is you know we're all going to be criticized i will tell a story about um working in an office. Oh and... yay. we
1: love office stores. Okay. <laughs> so I
0: may have mentioned this before, but um, when I worked full time, um, I had this teammate who was on the communications team and she was such a bully. And she targeted happy people. Ooh. If you were happy and gave off like a good vibe, she immediately would... <laughs> Hone in on you (laughs) and just oh my god it was like the worst I've never ever met anyone quite like that especially definitely no one ever like that in the communications field where like you are paid to communicate with people and to work in partnership um and this person would Completely ignore me in meetings. I would ask a question or I would say something, and she would pretend I wasn't even there, which is the worst. Like, it's actually been proven, ignoring someone is worse than yelling at them, you know? So, she would also yell at me.
1: After the meeting, would the other people, would they be like, oh my she god. Would,
0: she would do it to, like, she would do it to everyone at some point. Oh. But she particularly focused on me because <laughs> I had to work with her and communicate with her in a lot of different things and she didn't like how I was happy on top of things and happy and, you know, trying to be prepared for events and that, you know getting timelines from her anyways it was like she would everyone knew she would do it to everyone and the only reason she wasn't fired is because she got hired it's probably the same thing with the government it is the same thing got hired at a point where um they gave these long-term positions and you basically can't get fired unless like something drastic goes down and and Mind you, some drastic things have gone down. She just has, she just has made it through because of that con or because of her position and being in the World Bank for so long, and um, and really people can't touch her. They they know that she's a bully. They know that she doesn't work in teams well, even though she's on a freaking communications team, and you have to work together. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. And she had only been in this one department. Usually, people move around the bank um to grow like she just has stayed in the same position for like the past 12 years and there's a reason she hasn't yeah, moved so up so she hasn't moved hard. around they're kind of stuck with her mm-hmm. and um she has a, a bullied reputation and so I would take on that and I would constantly that was like a drama for me um which I'm so appreciative that I no longer have and I would take on her thoughts and, like, just be like, well, why doesn't she like me? Why isn't she communicating with me? Why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. And everyone, you know, would tell me, it is not you. It is her. And, you know, that's easier said to someone than actually, like, easier said than done. I don't think that was the right thing to say. Easier. When
1: you're experiencing it, you don't hear that
0: yeah well it exactly it doesn't make sense and you keep running around in your head like why is this person didn't like this to me um when really you know I could have just let it go and um this particular situation was hard because we would constantly be working together and I felt my credibility was on the line because if I didn't make something happen because of her lack of communication and her lack of Um, cluing me into things I felt an extreme amount of pressure that everything was gonna come to me because um, it was my responsibility to get a lot of these things out but I couldn't do a lot of things without her participation so I kept trying to figure out ways to, like, have her like me. And, you know, they were all so superficial. And I found out she loved when, you know, you had your toes done. She would, like, always comment on my feet and my shoes. And that was, like, one way. I mean, I didn't do it purposefully. I would never, like, go get my toes done to do, like, to make friends (laughs) with someone. Like, it just so happened that it was, like, my birthday. And I got my toes done. And she was, like... All of a sudden, she switched that one day with being nice to me, like, that I was like, oh. She wanted
1: to suck your toes. She probably oh, had a God. foot fetish, Meredith. You know, if you just gave in, like, six o'clock one night after everyone's gone, let her suck your big toe. Oh, my in. God. <laughs> and it's
0: so weird. Oh my god, she's one of the ones that would leave the office mysteriously and she'd just leave and you'd never know where she went. Well, she
1: probably has a foot
0: fetish Instagram. Oh my god. Yeah, she's very secretive. But she would leave, you know, one of the tactics in the office to, like, they leave the lights on so strategically, even if they've left for the day, they leave Uh, their lights on and they leave, like, a jacket or, Uh, like, a... I know, and you're just like, I know you left. How old are we? I know. And this is an institution that's, like conveying energy, like saving energy and all this stuff. And I'm like, um, you guys, you you leave your lights on and okay. you... I'm sorry. And the AC A- 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 is like on high. Hypocrites. And it, yeah, hypocrites.
1: And anyway, enough about the World Bank. So <sighs> let's say that happened to you today. How would you respond to that? Well, I would listen quicker
0: to the people who told me to get out
2: Uh, No, I I was trying to to change
0: things.
1: I couldn't respond to her because half of the time she would pretend I wasn't there. No, we're talking now. What would the now Meredith say? You're in a meeting. Oh, God. You raise your hand, you ask the question, she looks at you, completely ignores you, and goes to the next person. What would the Meredith of today think about that experience? What would you do? What would you say? I would hope
0: that I would acknowledge. You know, her, whatever's going on in her life, whatever has happened to her to make her this way is on her, and I can't do anything to change it. And so I just have to breathe, let it go, and focus on the other people in the room. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, I tried. No, no, because I learned my lesson. One time I did try to say something to her. I did stand up for myself. And I, because she was, she, I had been CC'd in like, for this meeting. Oh, it was an up, up and coming, huge event that we were doing. And I was tweeting, I was going to be live tweeting this event. And she asked, um, sh- I overheard her saying to one of our other colleagues in her office, which was next to my office, um, why is Meredith invited to this meeting? Why does she need to be oh there? Blah, 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 and I, I heard this and it was just like triggered all of my, insecurities of like being left out and being like not in the know and like them you know constantly looking over your back as far as like are they going to be replacing me blah 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 so I went I got I stepped out of my out of my desk I went to her office and I said and the other communications officer was there too and I said do you have a problem with me being in this meeting and she went off she yelled at me she was like no I don't have a problem with you being in this meeting who asked you I wasn't talking to you and she pulled the other communications officer because we were like in the hall in the doorway of her door she pulled the other communications officer into her office and then slammed the door in my face after she yelled at me in the hallway and so everyone could hear it was like berating me And then she slammed the door in my face and I was just like, I was so shocked. I like, my system was completely shocked. I just couldn't handle it. I cried. I didn't cry in the hallway. I went into
1: the bathroom and I cried. I was just like, (gasps) like, and I was shaking and... It is just so unfortunate that people like that are coddled in offices. Yeah. We just took a break before starting the show and I was telling her about a lady in an accounting office I used to work in and how... She tried to make me unhappy. She tried to get me fired. When I first started there, she loved me, and then she grew to dislike me and, and just didn't want anything to do with me anymore, and tried to make my life hell. So there's this kind of woman, I think, everywhere. They're usually women.
0: I know. Yeah, sad. I got along with all my um, male bosses. Yeah,
1: men don't want to get into drama. Mm-hmm. Men try not to create drama, but women are just always freaking creating drama where there isn't any drama. She
0: would, yeah. Oh my God, I have many, many stories of how she would like...
1: Did you go to the meeting, by the people. way? Uh,
0: yeah, I was at the meeting um, where she ignored me. Uh, oh. Or I don't even oh, think she came she... to the
1: meeting. Oh, okay. She just,
0: she would often not come to meetings. She was too busy, too important. Um, so nobody knew what was going on because she wonder... was like the center. Um, I
1: wonder if this happens to women more than men. I don't, I don't know this. I talked to
0: the male bosses. And, well, they were like, we've never met anyone like her. Um, but yet
1: no one does anything.
0: Yeah, no one does anything. Uh, yeah, I told the, okay, the word of advice to the communications officer that got pulled into the office and was just kind of like a bystander in this whole thing was, she goes, uh, she did not defend me. She said, Meredith, like, you know that she is, uh, she's like this and you instigate her. And she told me. She threatened me, actually, saying that like, people that have tried to go up against her no longer work at the bank.
1: Oh, this is so abusive.
0: Yeah. And so this, she this was like, she gave me the
1: advice of just shutting everywhere. up, basically. It's just like... Not saying anything. And this is why people want to start their own businesses, and this is why people don't want to work in offices anymore, sitting at a desk for eight hours with no fresh air in yeah. a stupid cubicle. I think the demise of our society has been that goddamn cubicle.
0: Luckily, I've steered clear of a lot of cubicles. I've never worked in one. Yeah. I, I had an office cubicle. It was like a cubicle, but it was my own office. I think they're
1: dreadful. So dreadful. I think that's just mind abuse. I just think, ugh, I wish all cubicles would just be... Well, that is there. a lot of windows. Put it in a, a big of pile and burnt. Even windows. then, you have no privacy. Everyone's listening to you. Everyone sees you. I. It's like you're... Um, it, it's not, you're not human anymore. I
0: would get a screen to go over, like, so people couldn't see when you, um, oh. when they walked by.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Um, yeah, but, yeah, pretty much, it, it's like, it, it's a weird, weird environment. We did a retreat, um, at the office one time that was like a team building retreat, and I use this in quotes. <laughs> Um, and uh, like one of the things, one of the graphs, not a graph, but an image she showed us was like a zoo in a cubicle, like literally uh, animals, all different animals in, in like cubicles and that's what like in offices there's so many different animals in one office trying to like push their agenda forward their their particular skill and interest um and just kind of everyone battling around like their own kind of agenda and all this stuff yeah it's not an environment that I wish to be in anymore and especially one that like allows that
1: sort of abusive it does allow it it certainly does because I definitely
0: I reported her I even went to the person who's like our HR or like the one that's supposed you're supposed to go to before HR and she even told me she can write something but there's like basically nothing that they can do because she can't get fired. Mm. So she is allowed to act like this and they just allow people. Right. And they add comment cards and they even like wrote about her um like and anyways it's just crazy
1: crazy 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 and so in that environment you really do start believing what other people are saying about you it's really because you're there five times a week for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours i mean it's the most perfect place to be brainwashed
0: yep Yeah, people are definitely brainwashed in that institution. Well in in any any like big office office institution. Yeah, Yeah, there's I can't believe Seb told me she only got a half an hour for lunch at her job. Oh with the accounting for I would not be able to do that ever in my life. Like Mm -hmm. having started in Australia with the work life balance as a foundation Mm -hmm. for my expectations in a workplace. I could have never...
1: Well, I could have come in half an hour early and then taken an hour lunch if I wanted to, but I was only paid for. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and there's issues with that. I half felt an, an hour break, that's not enough. It's nothing, especially when you're doing numbers all day long and you're looking at lines and lines and lines of numbers and you just really need a break. Yeah. You can't look at lines and lines and numbers for hours and hours and hours, but this is what our bosses thought we could do. Anyway, I performed pretty well under those conditions until I couldn't take it anymore. And then I got out. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. right. <laughs> wow. We're so in sync. Um, I think that wraps up our uh, talk on letting go of what other people think.
1: Yeah. Should we ask Heather? Heather just came in. Heather's here, who is the founder, and creator of the With Love DC movement, quite a success story, and we're just talking about believing the shit that other people tell us, like accepting those lies, and then how to release them. Well, what's, what, lately, what's been a big lie that you've completely transformed
2: within yourself? Hmm. Um... I think there's this lie and maybe this, I only caught the tail end of your conversation. It sounds like this might be what the whole podcast is about, but Mm -hmm. there's this lie that we are meant to work and do work that we don't really like, but we're not really supposed to like it. So we're just supposed to spend like 40, 50 plus years doing work because work has to be this thing that we don't like and you suffer through it and then you get to be happy at the end maybe (laughs) like I don't know I think there's that that's the lie that like we're supposed to wake up and sort of struggle every day um that's a good one so you're talking about a societal lie yeah yeah that is with regard to like livelihood yeah just
1: grin and bear it you need the money you gotta pay the bills this is how you do it and then you have fun
2: after work yeah yeah and, and so I how think, have
1: you transformed that within your life?
2: Mm, I have about five-ish jobs <laughs> in the sense that those are the things that like help pay for my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I love doing all of them.
1: Oh, great.
2: So while I get kind of like busy and maybe stressed at times doing all of those things, I think it's a lie that you have to just... Dislike going to work or dislike being at work or just live for the times when you're not in work because mm-hmm. when I go on vacation for more than a few days, I like want to come back and work.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> a good sign. So it's a good
2: sign. Yeah. I think more people should get to have that.
1: That's such a good point, Heather. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys
2: for sharing your wisdom all the time. Thank you, Heather. Love, Heather. You. Love you. <laughs>
0: Let's loving, talk about, loving your work is being able to work at home and having your friends come to in. Yeah. yeah. Good day at work. It's been a good day.
1: Yeah. Already. It is. Yeah.
0: And now different. I'm about to go to Union
1: Market. And, and it's have almost another day. 60 degrees out there.
0: Uh.
1: First of all, let's tell them about, shall we tell them about oh, Instagram?
0: Yeah, real quick, we're launching an Instagram account for our naturally human show. Uh, and it's going to be called Naturally Human Show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so that will be at Naturally Human Show on Instagram. We are uh, launching it, well, Thursday, but you'll be getting this podcast. So it'll be up and running by the time you're listening to By this the podcast. end of the week.
1: You think Thursday mm-hmm. or Friday. What's the date today? Today is February 6th, seven. All so this Thursday or Friday of this week, the Instagram will be up.
0: Yes, so you'll be able to see all of our new episodes. We'll give you
1: some great behind the scenes. Um, Also, both of us are working on a lot of stuff. If you're interested, just go on our websites, please. Mm -hmm. See all the things that we're working on.
0: Lots of events Coming up. Oh, and I just have to plug Flow Jam. Tickets go back on sale February 15th. So next week, three day camping festival. It's an
1: experience you'll never forget. True, true, true. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. All right. Talk to you guys soon. I want to give everyone homework. Oh, okay. Our podcasters didn't know they had homework, but get ready. There's homework. Do a little bit of deep investigation. Figure out a lie that you've been carrying with yourself about yourself that deep down inside you know it's not true, Um, pinpoint that lie and change it. And the easiest way to change it is to change your response. So, for instance, if you believe you're impatient and then opportunity comes for you to act impatient, you don't act impatient. You act in a completely different way. That's how you change yourself, by changing your responses. Okay. Good note, good note alrighty everybody alright see you next time thank you for listening bye Bye. this is Sev and this is Mer and we're Naturally Human. Human helping you connect with your power